Ooh. Houston, there's a problem. We got my man Sauce Walker in the building. We're gonna go in on Houston today. We had Dallas on the last episode with my man Yellow Beezy. Now we got Houston. Sauce Walker, uh, you know, he has a lot of information, so I got only him today. We're gonna keep it moving, man. F subscribe to the Ignite Podcast. Follow me at DJ Who Kid, and also follow at Ignite Podcast on Instagram, because you know that's another way to figure out that I got a new one out there. But uh, yeah, there's a miracle. I'm on every Monday now, man. So uh, make sure you uh, follow us, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, everything at DJ Who Kid. WhoArmy.com is the website. We gotta keep it moving, man. Sauce Walker. Let's go. See ya. Ooh wee, ooh wee. <laughs> Yo, Sauce, man. I see you brought your dad up here, man. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, man. You know what I'm saying. Papa like Sauce in the like house. Son, you know Papa saying? Sauce in the house, man. The original Champion flavor, the original drip. Jesus. Drip my blood. Speak Jeez. on it. Yo, uh, so what we're gonna do is you're gonna give me the origins. Uh, so did it come from your dad, the sauce thing, or was what's going on here? Give me the origins of uh, where the else sauce. would it come from? Oh. Where else would it come from? Just like the earth creates the water and the wind and the sky, it's all original flavor, organic, baby. That's like the nigga elements right there. There you, there you go. You Shit, man. You, you running like the Nile River, man. <laughs> yeah, but now you know the sauce shit is it's really like culture. You know, it's like a religion. It, it, it's a, it's a, it's a minor, It's a, it's a train of thought and, and a, a, a belief system that you know what I'm saying come from my city and my background and you know the different experiences that I've been through myself and the way I perceive the world, the way I looked at things, and you know I, um, I took like some of the old Houston flavor and mixed it with the, uh, with the new Houston flavor and. Uh, lifestyle that like we started experiencing and you know bringing in the city you know before us our city was like you know what i'm saying like really known like more of a, like a mafia town like known for a, a lot of like you know what i'm saying it was like an underworld type shit going on over there i mean yeah like a, like, like, a, like a black underworld i put it to you like this what is the name of pimp c and bun b group mm. ugk yes underground kings right Think about it. They, they ain't had that name for a reason. We in the South. So, you know, I understand, like, the South is the underground. Like, just like right now, the hottest music. You know, it used to be a time where there was a actual uh, category for un underground music. Like, that used to be, like, a thing, underground. But now underground is trap. Now, even though it's mainstream, but that's what the words become to. Everything that's, like... Coming, this brand new coming from the south, or that's coming up on social media, or there's like stuff that you don't just automatically see on primetime television, primetime radio, stuff that, that becomes the new trend of the new next wave is right now for the past 10 years. Like it's been coming from the south. And if you're from Texas, Texas is the bottom of the south. It's like one thing to be in the south. Like some people. Like all of that stuff is the South. You got, you know what I'm saying, North Carolina, the mm. the uh, Georgia, the uh, Oklahoma, Alabama, Louisiana. But until you get to Louisiana and Texas, yeah. now you in like 
the South. We talking about the South that's like we touching the borders of Mexico. The the, the southern, southern America is up under our states. Like out there. Right. Like y'all states. states, y'all touch New York or other states like D.C. or like whatever, like Georgia, other states that touch the South. Y'all touch other states that touch the North. Texas and Louisiana, we touch only Southern states and then South America. Up under Texas and Louisiana is South America, Mexico. And that's a different lifestyle over there. Yeah, different, man. Different guns background. Is, guns is legal. Everybody got guns in their pocket like y'all got cell phones. What? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's mad the, country. Yeah, in certain parts, in certain parts it's not. I ain't going to say it's like mad country because it, that's like Houston. Houston is the, is the third biggest, largest city in in America now. It used to be the fourth. Now we just moved up to the third, past Chicago. Can you really like tour for the rest of your life in like Texas alone? Shit, for sure. You see, I, this is my first time coming to New York and doing a radio run, and I'm a millionaire of music. Damn. And and yeah, are y'all the last of the Mohicans that support each other? Like. Like real, uh, fa- like real fans, or it, I mean, it, it, I'm, they don't I, give a I'm fuck gonna, now. I mean, I mean, in my opinion, I feel like it's more of a give or take. In my opinion, I feel mm. like right. in Texas we get more support from our fans and like from the local Texans, like people that's from Dallas, San Antonio, Houston, Austin, but we don't get as much support from the people and the powers that be in Texas. Like oh, okay. the radio stations and the mm. promoters and the, the tour and booking agencies or festival conductors and stuff like that. Like awesome. Texas artists have to go through a, a lot, lot more to get into like mainstream audiences or mainstream radio play or like Damn. You know, where, it, where it is in New York. Once you get past the the... Like the flex, the civilian, or, yeah. not, not even flex. Just like this, uh, okay, he's not a regular, he's not a civilian artist saying he's an artist. He's actually a celebrity with the fan base and with the following. He's making a little money off of music mm. in New York. Once you get to that point, the radio is gonna respect you, even if you don't get full rotation and radio play. Y'all gonna make sure y'all do consistent, average. Interviews with all of y'all New York mm-hmm. artists. Y'all gonna make sure y'all do consistent follow ups on their careers, whether they doing bad or good. If they, they even play like the new niggas, like just to right. Give y'all love. even right exactly. Even if they're not like even not that big, y'all let them come up here and do a freestyle. Yeah. And then when they come and do a freestyle, y'all not only record the freestyle and have it syndicated on radio in different radio ways. Y'all also put it on the internet. In Texas, you can have a million followers doing millions of views on the internet do have songs with platinum artists and the radio still will not give you an interview damn the radio still won't play your record the radio still won't and I'm not just saying this from my personal experience because I was one of the few people to like kind of break through that mode and get a lot of the radio support and the radio to play my music and support my record label from time to time throughout the year I mean throughout my career Mm. Um, my, uh, my bad but still as a broad, as a as a whole, as a general situation, no, that's that's our, that's our weakest point is the support from the radio stations and the the media outlets and the promoters who have the money and have the 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 resources to create 
like big events or big concerts and involve a lot of Texas artists that's doing well. They're more or less rather book artists from out of town, like how y'all have the Summer Jam thing. No sure. matter. Look at A Boogie, Cardi No B. matter who, we don't give a damn if the. That's crazy. Whatever In city Texas? is at the top, whatever city is at the top of the map. At the time when you come to New York and you come to Summer Jam, which is the biggest radio mm. event in America, New York gonna always make sure New York on that stage. Yeah. No matter when, no matter what, whatever hardship you might so-called say that New York went through in music, as far as like not having a new mm. before the H Boogies and the and the Cardi Bs and the and the, and the um, Six Nines and all that type of shit came out and really like you know start being big and major. You know, New York went through that slump, but New York never let the world feel that slump. New York radio never let the world, even if people, like the the fans in the community may feel like that, but New York never allows the public to see New York not have something to stand up for and something to ride for or stand behind. They always have an artist that we're going to use as a, as a pillar artist or a statue artist. Texas falls short at that. But the the supporters and the fans and the pedestrians and the regular people Thank God for them. Shit. They gonna spend the money with you forever. So it's like a give or take. What mm. do you want? You would you rather have worldwide radio play because you from a place that that basically leads the forefront of, of radio airwaves in America and being from that city being an artist who does well from that city, the radio is gonna always defend for you and and, and, or, and, and keep you relevant. And but the city hate or the, but different barrows hate on you. Oh, but you man. still got the whole world to make money off of and make your fans and do music with or take your career. Or would you rather have a city where or a state where your whole state supports you and they they buy your product and they listen to your music? But they can't get you to the BET Awards. They can't get you uh, Coca-Cola endorsement. They can't get you in movies. They can't. All they can do is keep money in your pocket and keep you riding the nice cars and living good in where you're from, uh-huh. or, to, or or give you the money that can fuel the next chapter of your career to take your next to take your career to the next level. But in however you want to look at it, you got to leave Texas to, to to do that for your career. You don't have to do that here. It took Sauce Walker to make me realize that New York fucking Y'all like, do support fucking, each other. Y'all, yeah, cause, I don't be under, bro, like, <laughs> since I've been here, bro, I people been telling me that, like, bro, you know, I wish I was from Texas, because, you know, it's just this New York shit. It's just a crap in the bucket, bro. And I'm like, nah, bro, you just don't make good enough music, bro, because from what I see that, New York support each other way more yeah, than a lot I, of places. I see like Remy, like, like if Remy Ma performs, she bring out Little Kim. Even come on, like they, they Cardi bring, B. They, they bring out the classic dudes all the time. Come on, like, bro. You know, whether it's Wu Tang, whether it's like y'all they don't make let sure. nobody die. Yeah. Y'all don't let nobody career die. And I, you made me stay wake up to that shit. <laughs> nah, and it'd be crazy to me because people be really like people. I be feeling like people be real ungrateful. And, um, so how the fuck did Bumby and, and Pimp C back in the days have to be like so ahead? Like because they did songs with Jay Z and shit like that. Like um, just I to mean, be mainstream or no? It was more or less because of the simple fact of what they represented. Because you said BET Awards, you said MTV Awards. Like I just see Bumby at all them awards. Yeah, so but, they had but to fight but, to get there. Okay, but this is what you gotta understand. Look what you just said. We talking about New York and Houston, and the first thing you said is Bun B. He's not. I'm. No disrespect. I love Bun B. That's yeah. my uncle, Texas legend, a person that helped my career go to different places and helped me be further. Mm. But at the same time, he's not from Houston. He's from Port Arthur. Oh wow. So that's like saying that's like me saying 
to you about New York, but we still I'm t- I'm still talking about New York City, but then I bring up an artist from Buffalo, New York. Mm. Right. Like oh, West, oh, oh, I say like, Fetty Watt, Fetty Watt from Jersey. Oh, like Fetty Watt from yeah. Jersey. That's like me trying to speak on New York politics, but I'm steady speaking on Fetty Watt, Fetty Watt, Fetty Watt, Fetty mm-hmm. Watt. Not saying that Fetty Watt don't got nothing to do with East Coast and East Coast history, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, U.S. being an actual, not I don't know if you from New York personally like that, but person yeah. that's really from New York, born and raised, Brooklyn. I'm a real Nets fan, Mets fan. I'll let you I, know I, that yeah, Fetty like, Wap's from I'm, Jersey, I'm, motherfucker. Right, you gonna let some? <laughs> right, you gonna let a motherfucker know? Like you gonna? Hey man, look here, I'm from New York. Like, not love Fetty Wap to death, but yeah. at the end of the day, he's not from Harlem, BX, Brooklyn. Who, he, when they go to jail, they don't go to Rikers Island. They go to somewhere else. When we go to jail, we go to Rikers Island. That's a huge difference. Yeah. So it's the same thing. Like when you from Houston. But the thing about it is, on a worldwide aspect, look at what the first person that you go to is n- not the first per- people that people in Houston, Texas, actually gonna go to and think of when they think of that's crazy. Houston, they gonna say a, a Slim Thug, a Lil Kiki, mm. Lil Flip, Fat Pat, DJ Screw, uh, Jay Prince, mm. or uh, 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 Mike Jones, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Zero to Crooked. Some of these rappers are rappers that uh, a lot of a lot of people. Outside of Houston, Texas, don't know or they do know a lot, but they people just don't understand how important and how solidified these people are to us mm. in Texas because of why the same type of reasons what we saying we don't have the same type of. It's not because these artists wasn't as great or wasn't as big. It's just about the simple fact that the media outlets don't support. Yeah, you said that earlier. You said media is because we this, this, this is the media we y'all get. live in media. This is what we get, right? Um, you but, know, they, but, they they feed us the videos. They feed us like y'all the just initial, see what y'all see, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Y'all can so, only see Texas for what y'all see it's, it it's, as. It's no different. Some people from, only seen Texas when for real came to Texas with Slim Thug a couple years ago. Yeah, some people, some people. See it other ways. You got Beyonce come show you what Houston is sometimes, mm. but then sometimes she she she's traveling all around the world and you don't get to see what Third War really like. Mm. But it's a difference with New York because everybody from every level of publication, from media, uh, music, film, commercials, advertisement, they all display the lifestyle or what's going on in New York. And with any product being sold. Music goes hand in hand with products being sold. You don't sell any type of product on earth without music with it. That's what jingles are for. That's what music is made for. Music is the harmony to the soul. It, it makes the brain understand learning and, and receiving information more than anything else. Name me a commercial on television right now that don't got a music playing before, during the middle, or if not the entire commercial. So, like, you got to understand, y'all have New York, being from a place like New York or Los Angeles, but really more so New York, artists have so much more of an advantage and so much more of an opportunity to really make a, a longevity household name for themselves because every day you walk outside, whether you're from the ghetto projects or not, you can get on the bus and get off and be in front of a movie set. You can get on the bus and get off and be in front of a radio station where it's instead of in Houston, Texas, we got evil. I put you listen, we can we ain't wanna do Houston, we can do Houston and Dallas. Mm-hmm. If you combine Houston and Dallas top four radio stations, ninety seven nine the box, ninety seven ninety seven point three to beat, which also syndicates the Breakfast Club, uh ninety seven 
the other 97.9 to beat in Dallas and then they other. Oh, shit. So y'all getting New York music. <laughs> exactly. You see what I'm saying? We still, we That's still, so weird. we still syndicated y'all number one, y'all number one, whatever radio stations in our city every morning. And then the other main radio station play our morning show. But I'm saying all that to say the four radio stations that we have does not compare in any what shape or form to the four radio stations that's in this satellite radio station room. <laughs> it's more than four or five hip-hop radio stations exactly. just in serious yeah, building. Exactly. And this not even y'all, not saying that this, this is y'all main radio because this is the, this is satellite. This is a whole different atmosphere. This mm-hmm. is this is the future. This is, this is, this the this where the new millions and billions went to. This is a part of the evolution of media that is satellite shit. Mm. But at the same, at the same token, just like y'all at the top of y'all for, at the forefront of the entire world with satellite radio is serious. It's the same difference with New York and these other and the other um, FM and AM radio stations. But y'all got like five or six of those FM AM radio stations in New York that's relevant. We only got two in Houston, two in Dallas, and then you, the other cities surrounding that they just follow. Whatever the lead follow is, suit. right? They just follow suit. But <laughs> come on, you talking about you talking about my Houston got uh, five million people in it. I think New York got like eight million, eight nine million or something like that. Houston mm. got like five or four million people. You talking about eight million people that got the action to run through thirty different radio stations, uh, thirty different radio platforms, mm. and media outlets versus five million people with only two to four radio opportunities and outlets. Which, who you think has the better probability That's crazy, at success? Man. You know what I'm saying? Sauce Walker, man. Got me up to date. Yo, but do you feel that, uh, you know, uh, the Sauce Twins, y- y- y'all came in like the golden years. Like, where, you think you're like the last of the Mohicans or the new artists that that, that absorbed that new artist shit to survive in, in, in Texas? Do you feel that you're the last ones that survived that era. Because when I first met y'all, y'all were excited. Y'all, y'all had your own shit going on, dances, screaming, and all that crazy stuff. Yeah, 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 but do yeah. you feel like you came in at the right moment, like at the right time of like being a new artist in Texas? Or is it harder now to be a new artist in Texas? Because y'all busted y'all ass. Y'all did free shows. Y'all, yeah, were, I ain't y'all gonna opened lie. up for it's everybody. Way, it's e- we made it easier to be a Texas artist right now. I'll say that. I... I'm not going to say because uh, anything that happened with me in my career like I don't I don't regret anything or want to redo it or do it a different type of way so the way I came in and the time I came in my career it made me rich and it made me successful so I can't do nothing but be happy and grateful for it but mm-hmm. what I will say is in my opinion I feel like the 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 doors that Especially in Texas and Louisiana in the South, you know what I'm saying? But for sure, I mean, and there's other artists that came out around this time, you know what I'm saying, who can who can speak claim to this too. But what I'm going to speak on is for us is because we did it independent. And that's what 95% of these artists in this whole generation cannot speak on. They cannot speak from an independent perspective, from a CEO perspective, from a self-investment perspective, not only running your 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 own 
artistry and your own self in the in the record industry, but having the entire record label and having other artists on this record label be successful and make successful achievements and accolades like being on platinum audit, platinum albums and so on and so forth, all working with platinum artists, so on and so forth, independently. All under the ages of thirty, we all still in our twenties. I'm only twenty eight years old. Every artist, wow. every artist in my <laughs> label is is a, is born in the 1990s. <laughs> we all 90s babies. So you gotta understand, we made millions of dollars, independent, self sufficient, self funded, self ran and structured for five. I'm going on five to I mean six years in in the rap game. That's crazy. When you when you speak on when you speak on Sauce Walker, you speak on my statistics, or you speak on my 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 artistry or, or my history, or, or what I how I my, what I made and what I created, or, or comparing me to the others. Make sure you always remember that and, and incorporate that because that's that's one of the most important and most significant things about being in the record industry and being an artist is having a record deal or not having a record deal because that's necess- that's damn near the difference of being in a uh, a professional boxer and you dealing with boxers that use steroids and juice and then boxers that don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know, what saying, yeah. I know but this is what I'm saying. It's all business, so I don't take, we don't take nothing away from nobody that is signed or whatever use those you know what I'm saying use those uh, resources or whatever but my thing is this when you speak on how we came in you gotta understand we came in spending well over 200, 200 to $250,000 yeah, all money of our own money independent into our career now once you get past that point now we speak on the trendsetting and the the different, the like making shit different as as far as like the dance moves and how we moved in videos and making rappers under feel more comfortable to be in their videos and and move and and, and loosen up yeah, a little yeah, bit, yeah, not be yeah. so hard. Yeah, that outcast energy, man. Exactly. Because uh, how, how did they react to your style when y'all first came out? It was out? never it was like, seen before. It was like, what the it, fuck it, are these it, niggas? Where y'all coming from like, with this it was shit? A, it huh? was a it was a mixture. It was a mixture uh, of, the, uh, of the both worlds that people always wanted to see, but nobody had the balls or the courage to do it because that just wasn't them. Not to even say if they had the courage to do it or not, some people just not built like that. Like, we was a special group of kids that grew up in the ghetto, grew up in poverty, grew up in the country, grew up in the South, but also being from the city in the South, because we from Houston, so it's a big city. It's, it's not... It's like so. Like so, the, a New so York. The, there was a Texas rapper box. Like whether you were like Mexican or black, like you stayed in that box and you rapped a certain way to deal with like drug dealers or trap life or if you're a pimp nigga. There's, there's a but yeah. You, y'all didn't want to be like that. Yeah. Nah, when I first met y'all, y'all were it. wild. Y'all were fucking out of your mind. I was nah, like, who are should, these yeah, niggas? Yeah. Nah, man? we still like that. You know what I'm saying? We, 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 that's the thing. All these niggas. Man. That's the thing. Like everybody used to Texas. Everybody used to Texas being like kind of calm and and, and slowed down. But even though we always been fly, flashy, and flamboyant. Mm. You've always known Texas having diamonds in their mouth, cars, big diamond chains, whatever, so forth. But everybody was like player. We very relaxed. Even, yeah. even the DJ screw shit. Like y'all were around during that time where everybody was yeah, drunk. Nah, we screw babies. Slow. We we DJ screw babies for okay. sure. Oh wow. We screwed up we screwed up for for life. TSF is also known as S U C like sauced up click. Okay. Just like screwed up click. Like I was just at the screw shop like four days ago before I came to New York. Oh wow. But the thing about it is is like People don't understand, like, 
Okay, yeah, screw them. They were slowed up and all that, but they were still like live niggas. They were still like wild, live young niggas okay. that made a lot of money and like rode nice cars and like had fights or like, you know what I'm saying? Made a lot of noise around the city, like racing. And, like, but even though they'd be sipping lean and making them slowed up CDs and jewelry and all that, but they were, they were still like live wise. It was just, it's just the, the drink. That's what made the drink so beautiful and so amazing because when you're a live firecracker, you feel like can't nothing slow you down. Yeah. But then you pour the syrup up and then you slow the music down with it and now you're in a different world because we just speak to how powerful and important music is. So if you got music that can make you slow down and, and, and listen to the words and listen to life and, and make everything take everything a, a little bit slower, like for for some people that's a mood for some people that's a need like I needed to slow down a little bit so that's really what that was this but nigga, a little flip got me fucking on live on air I drunk syrup with the nigga and then I was dissing Ja Rule and all kinds of niggas all day like I didn't know what I was talking yeah, about you were just talking like, crazy that syrup had you feeling good like that and it gave you an attitude like too it gave nigga. you an attitude <laughs> yeah but nah um, you know what I'm saying like with that, with, with with the whole rap thing, like we're coming from Houston and shit, or like being from the South, you just gotta work double as hard, but you can make triple the money independently and, and keep it all the way to yourself If and just split money with those who's helping your business and your company grow, who really trying to get self-invested I mean, you, you in you. Believe in your, you believe in your value. A lot of artists just want the quick money. They sign the fucking contract. they were broke before yeah, they was Exactly. Rapping. So they hear a million. They're like, what? What is that? See ya. That's not no money. Where is the paper, nigga? Yeah, no. Sign at the dotted line. But that's the thing. That's why I tell people, like, I'm not no rapper, bro. I just rap. I like to rap. I do rap music. I'm good at it, but I'm not no rapper but you you I'm you, you, you went through CEO. but you went through the friction of like uh believing in your fucking like you are like your own genre of music right be, yeah to, so you I'm my own genre of music so you, you show. you're cut a little different you're not the greedy little nigga that needs to get jewelry and a new car and they see 2 million and they want to hurry the fuck up and yeah, get in the game but you can you busted your ass and then I don't even know how you survive all that friction with niggas cuz you know when, right. when when people see something different they don't fuck with that shit. And right. I don't know how many fights you had. I don't know how many shootouts y'all niggas went through. Right. And they like, who are these niggas? Why y'all dressed like y'all? y'all literally was like busting rhyme motherfuckers flying around. Hey, 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 and that's another thing. Busting rhyme in my top five, dead or alive. I'm not surprised. That's crazy <laughs> what you said. Busting rhyme's one of my favorite rappers. Like, Buster Rhymes is the one rapper in my top five dead or alive list that he in my top five dead or alive list is in there just for the simple fact of the person that he was like mm. in the videos that he shot. He was a fucking lyric, lyrical genius too. Like people don't always give him the credit for that in my opinion. But yeah, Buster was like he was somebody that's just like myself. That when I seen him young being a rapper, it just made me realize like damn, a rapper can do whatever he want to do on Bro. camera. Like a rapper can like. What? Yeah, you know a rapper. Thing. <laughs> I thought somebody was that. Oh, oh. Your, your dad, your dad's on some syrup, man. Yeah, my dad. Your dad yeah, is like, that nigga syrupy yeah, sleeping in the car. Yeah. That's, that's that gas. That's that. That's that gas. That's that. That's that. Ooh-wee! <laughs> He's on that ooh-wee, nigga. I'm over there breathing out. I thought that like was Lord Sears. Motherfucker, man. Him. He over there sound like Brahma Bull over here. <laughs> I thought Lord Sears was in there. <laughs> day and night, night and day. Never yo, I love your dad, man. Your yeah, dad nah, nah, that's my boy. That's my brother right there. That's my nigga. Me and my daddy, that's my partner in crime. We like Batman and Robin. <laughs>
That's my boy. Yo, the fact that uh, I, I respect the fact that you said fuck all that other bullshit with the business, but Jay Z still respects the fact that he still co-signs your your your, your situation, man. Yeah, like, nah, I love Jay. Your project, man. man. I swear, I love Jay. You know what I'm saying? I really appreciate everything. He respects business more than anything, right? right. Yeah, and that's like that's really when they reached out to me. You know what I mean? That's really what it was more or less about. Like, and it was no disrespect to to, to stop his deal. You just feel that, yo. Yeah, no, I love Jay Z, and I and I make sure I express that feeling and emotion to him like I'm really appreciative for the opportunity of y'all reaching out to me and and showing investing interest to want to help Sauce Walker go to a different place or help my career be bigger and better or you know what I'm saying just off me management or or whatever type of situation that Rock Nation was trying to do but at the same time it's like I want to be Jay-Z I want to be like him I want to get to where he's at I want to I want to do the things that certain moguls of his standard did you know the way that in my opinion I feel like the way that they did that type of business and the way that they um, achieved that level of, of status was joining and aligning himself up with powerful people and powerful businesses that more or less don't have to, nothing to do with rap but That's it crazy, has to do man. with business and making money if if I can get an endorsement from Lay's Chips before I can get another record deal, I would rather take the endorsement from Lay's Chips. Exactly. And and and, and be and have a four five hundred thousand dollars to two million dollar situation going on with them to where if I show up to my commercials late or early or my commercials do well or don't do well or if they the best commercials in the world, whatever was set up in this contract or whatever we signed whatever we lined up in this situation only pertains to potato chips not because that we did so well over here in these commercials when I come over here and make cereal next week or I did a cereal deal or a water deal <laughs> hell yeah my, my, my chip company is over here worried about my, my Gatorade money shit not that's the, I don't that's, that's I don't like that that's that's, that, that's called uh, conflict of interest <laughs> Um, and that's like what rappers got to deal with. Like, okay, you probably helped the artists make a lot of money or get advertisement or promotion over here, but that does not necessarily mean that you're entitled to the creativity or the writer's rights for over here with the artists created with this music. Or that don't mean that 10 years later when um, this artist was supposed to get his first uh, or, or a certain type of publishing check that took this many years to accumulate and this many uh, levels of signing up with publishing or, mm. or different distribution or whatever but right when that artist is finally finna get that check or his residuals to come in your your, your company's coming in they oh yeah they finally paid you yeah but you don't remember that time we sent you on tour we we sent you that plane and, and he gave minus, you the tour but minus, yeah minus, we need that 12,000 back we need that 30,000 dollars back Lay's Chip's not gonna do that Lay's <laughs> Chip's gonna put your face on the side of the tour bus and pay you and give you the tour bus and leave you with the Lay's on the side of it say yeah Fuck can you that. just drive it around a little bit for us so people can see the Lay's bus and see you in it isn't it crazy they're not gonna charge you for that so exactly I don't, I don't wanna do I love record labels and business and what they do for artists and help people I'm not against it at all but for me I'd rather just be a label instead of deal with a label 
I'd rather be a record label. That 360 only... shit is really whack. Man. I never understand it. <laughs> shit is fucking. That's, I never. That's a young that. kid world though. That's a young little nigga fucking rapper world. I'm, and right, you know what I'm saying. And for some of them like that, that's that's good for them. Like somebody, the, I've grown to realize like some people not in this for money. Yeah, some, some people, people just don't want to be like bosses. And bosses. Some just people just want to make some money and yeah. have sex with girls and get high and do shows in front of people and people scream. Like some people are really turned on or, or like excited of the fact of somebody loving them or mm. being a fan of their music. Like I'm not a person to ever like. I, that's like same thing with girls. Like how a lot of dudes they blow up and rapping just to or, or, or even in sports. Like a lot of these, you'll be surprised how if pussy wasn't involved. You wouldn't have some of your greatest athletes and greatest stars and celebrities. A lot of these dudes would be a lot more lazy if they, China, didn't, if they didn't feel like, oh, I'm going I'm to get some girls off this. Uh, or, you know, if I, I don't do this for that. Like, I, I don't. I love women and all that. Don't get it twisted. But I'm, I've been spoiled and beautiful and handsome. I've been told by women, like, I've been... Women is women have made my life what it is. Uh, so I I never <laughs> women. I'm not the, I'm not a person that's like oh I gotta I need women. I need to go to the club and I need to see some girls this weekend. Nah, I don't rap for that. I really she, rap for the, like me. <laughs> I really rap for the money. Yeah, right. Like if, come on, man. See ya. See ya. <laughs> like a real man. You a real player, I mean, man. I, yo, only thing I learned from Houston, I rather just have two bitches, man. If I'm gonna cheat, it gotta be two bitches, man. man I ain't cheating with one chick, man. That look crazy. I man. love my girl. You know what I'm saying? Can't do no if it's two girls, see ya. <laughs> She hears this good for Hey you. man, you gonna, you need the teamwork to make the dream work, man. You know what I'm saying? Yo. You gotta have you gotta you have somebody to rub your head and your and your neck. You my fi- I mean? my my final respect is uh your language and your rap style creates like an exclusive fan too. So uh Yeah, sauce and To man. understand your language you'd have you have to be a real fan. Even to follow like your music, like to to remember every bar. You have right. to be a real fucking sauce fucking fan, like so. So I respect the fact that you even took a risk to go that route where you don't. You're not even worried about like the outside world trying to keep up with your, your nah, fast rap I'm, techniques and shit like that. I mean, because you know, I I am who I am. I'm I'm really what I, I. You know what I mean? So, but what was going on in the studio when when y'all were in there? Like, what the fuck are y'all thinking about? Like, yo, we don't give a fuck about niggas out there. This is what we gonna do, like. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly that's that's crazy because that's exactly what we was thinking. Like, oh, fuck everybody else, <laughs> fuck what they doing, fuck how they rapping, fuck how they feel. We finna come out with this dripping. Every that's why that's why when everybody like started stealing my style, that's why we got so mad about it that people will don't want to give us the homage for it because you got to understand we deliver. It's like being in college and you looking at the NBA, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, right now in the NBA. Nobody is doing what James Harden do right now. Like how James Harden mm-hmm. did added this little step back move. Exactly. This this move does not exist in the NBA. Just like when Adam Iverson came to the NBA and he added the carry yeah. and broke Michael Jordan uh ankles and they had the referees had to change the rules of dribbling because nobody in the history of in- that's what I don't like about people. People be trying to make it seem like it's impossible for somebody to create something new. Mm. I understand the saying that nothing up under the sun is new, but that's a lie because if there was nothing up under the sun new, that means everything was already fucking here as <laughs> soon as the sun starts shining. Okay. So you trying to tell me that the Empire State Building was already built? The, yeah. the tallest building in America was already built as soon as the sun starts shining? No, it was not. Exactly. Things be, get created. Things get born. Things get 
you know, re rejuvenate or rehabilitate it to something new that better than it once was. So with that being said, when we looking at the NBA, nobody has the step back move of like James Harden that you can't defend. Nobody's shooting from half court. This is something that we brought to the NBA, and that's dripping. Every before us, everybody was rapping about robbing, selling dope, oh wow, trapping, jugging and finessing. Mm. You know, everybody was turned up, piped up. It was n- nothing about dripping and splashing and spilling and yeah, that's crazy. You know, pimping a bitch and. Saucing, you know, the pimp seeds and, you know, uh, uh, saucing and flossing and, and flavor. And, you know, it, was, it wasn't sauced up and splashed out. Like, everybody got a whole different subject matter. It's just like when we choose movies. Because this, you know what I'm saying? This is entertainment. It's just like being a movie director. I'm a movie director. The My My Raps are, 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 are motion pictures and, and stories for you to listen to. So you got to think, rappers, there's like, Trap rappers, that's like you a movie director of 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 of, of drug dealing movies and, and, and gangster movies. Mm-hmm. Like you you y'all make movies like Tony Montana or, or, or Scarface and stuff. Like me, I make horror films. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I make horror films and 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 and, and twerk videos. <laughs> you know? I see. I see. The Julie the Drew, the selection is definitely copied too. I see. Oh man, come on! I'm glad you know that too. I, I, I wanted to point that out earlier, but you know, like I mean, it, it's good to get influenced, and but you know, when you copy like the exact fucking shit, like golly, that's man. what I'm saying. I remember when there was a point of time, like when y'all, when like when, when Fifty Cent and Eminem came out, it's like when that time of jury jury was really like honored and respected, and it was like. Even though we like that's something else that we kind of like. A lot of artists brought the jury back stuff with it, brought the jury back with us. But at the same time, once again, we talking about independent coming fresh in the rap game. Mm. A lot of rappers, y'all saw their jury like build up and, and get nice after they've been in the rap game for like two, three years, upgrades. or they dropped their first uh, rap check. You can, tell, you can tell the upgrades. Is it going wasn't down. like that for me. I came in with a half a kilo Ooh, on my neck, rose gold. Big TSL $40,000 TSL chain. Ooh, big diamond earrings. You all that bracelets. Benzes. I came in like that. Like we came in with real money and real sauce <laughs> dripping. And you know how it is. Like jewelry, looking like a Gucci man. Jewelry is like the immediate success. You can't like bring your fucking house out on the road. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what people got. That's what people know and understand about the jewelry. Yeah. Like, like that's what people envied about us I guess the most and made people like get influenced and copy me so much because people was like damn how does this dude got as much money I mean, got as much jewelry and money as the dude I'm signed to <laughs> or like how am I doing tours and I'm on the road and Sauce Walker only doing concerts in Texas I don't see Sauce Walker when I'm at Rolling Loud or when I'm at this festival yeah, exactly. but when I meet Sauce Walker he got more money in his pocket than I know I got he got more money on his arms and his wrists and his teeth than I know my jury cause my jury fake right now. I'm just faking it till I make it to get to the, I'm using CZs right now with real gold. Or I'm using, you know, real. Partials, partials. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. Or I might got it half and half. You know, I might have a real watch with fake chains, you know. I'm sipping that coffee, nigga. I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying to get in there. Half and half. Yeah, man, but you know, like a lot of, a lot of artists seen that. And, that, and you know the rose gold thing too like like I told you bro me 
if you can you can add up my whole career and everything about Sauce Walker on a bulletin board, and then it will show you how I try my best to be different than the entire rap game and how the rap game bit and took so much shit from me. I'm not, I don't care. I'm past it, but we just speaking on it because you know exactly. you speaking on the sauce and how Fuck we that. influenced the game and shit. But at the end of the day, when we came in the game, just like wasn't nobody talking about dripping, every wasn't nobody moving all elusive and even in the concerts. Rappers wasn't even, like, only rapper that was going crazy at his concerts and sweating and jumping in the crowd or, like, throwing, like, just making people go ballistic and climbing up stuff. The only person that was doing that was Travis Scott. Yep. That's it was crazy. called Raging. Mm. If you don't remember at the time, mm. Travis Scott actually had a whole, like, a movement and a thing going on and, like, T-shirts with, with fans or, like, the little, the little restaurant, I mean, the restroom symbols with flames on the top of their head wow. because people that's the way that he the, the, the reaction that people was acting at his concerts because they was going crazy but the whole thing about it is Travis from Houston like that's how we out getting wired that's like our thing it's called wired up wired up like putting a wire in the wall get wired up like that's like a big thing like getting all pumped up and jumping all around crazy fighting and like that's like some Houston stuff even like outside of the screw music when you go to any of the college parties oh, anything like oh booty, like anything like that strip. that's why the strip clubs do so well like people in Houston love to be fired up so with all that to be said for these rappers to know Okay, before we came in the game, y'all wasn't moving like this. Y'all wasn't talking like this. Y'all wasn't walking like Y'all wasn't trying to rhyme. Like, even when rappers get on Instagram, they wasn't trying to rhyme their words every time they talk and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, y'all know what today is and how the play is because I'm trying to show you what to say is. Rappers wasn't doing all that. That was considered goofy and all that, right? Yeah. But then when the soft swings come in, we doing everything that people just don't expect or won't do from the hell putting bobos in our head, not getting dread. Like, uh, the average black man, because of rapping, what's going on with rapping like past 10 years, they want to be, they want to look like they from Chicago. They want to like a shooter. They want to like they gang gang or oh, on yeah. folks in them. Mm -hmm. So ever since Chicago got big and that took over the world, everybody like want to get dreadlocks like Chicago. Mm. But if it's, but dreads used to be like a roster thing. Or like if you from the South, that's like a Louisiana thing. It's like, that mean like oh, you wow. from like New Orleans. Like New Orleans people, wear, they wear dreadlocks and stuff like that. But ever since like, it got bigger and bigger in the rap community. Like everybody started wanting to do that. So when like when the South came out, even like in Atlanta, they wear dreads a lot too. When the sauce came out, like we on all these type of different aspects to make sure we different in this. We go get gold teeth, our teeth gotta have diamonds in it. Like Paul Wild and Slim Thug and Lil Kiki and them used to have a little flipping and used to have, if we gonna go out out here, oh, wow. we gonna have braids or fades. No dreads in the sauce like that unless you just got some, <laughs> that's just what you, your religion or something. Like my one of my brothers, he like got a religion type stuff where he believe in the dread thing. But other than that, oh, wow. with the sauce, is braids and fades because that's Houston history. Slim Thug, Pow Wow, Lil Flip, a uh, 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 there, like all these people had braids. I didn't realize that. that yeah. I never paid attention to it. Because yeah, I, no. That's, that's crazy. It's it just like how y'all New York is about y'all Timberlands yeah. or something. Like, you feel me? Beef <laughs> and, bro beef and broccolis. You feel me? So it's the same thing. What is it? I got braids for a reason. Mm. And it also helps my, my rap career too because indirectly and subconsciously 
See, people got to understand the subconscious is what really make your decisions. You make your decisions for what your mind do automatically when you're not forcing it to think something. Your forced thoughts are your forced thoughts. That's why people say go with your first mind. Your first mind is your subconscious. So you from Texas subconscious, everybody we've been loving our whole life had braids and haircuts. So if you try to come out with dreads because you see what everybody in the, in the next city is doing, that's not going to work in Houston. And it never works for these artists. Well, speak, speaking of braids. Uh, uh, I got braids. Travis got braids. We both blew up famous popping i do the rose gold thing nobody ever seen rose gold before me i remember rappers just think rose gold was copper bro like my my whole point of like good this to finish the jury thing my whole point of wearing rose gold because like i said earlier i wanted to be different the rap game everybody had yellow gold before my before the yellow gold era, everybody was wearing white gold. In the y'all era, it was white gold and platinum and gold. Yeah, exactly. It was platinum. People were trying to wear platinum. Platinum is like a dark. It's like a darker white gold. It's like a dull white gold. It's like yeah, like a dull metal. Jay Z used to rock that shit, but I, I bought platinum before. But bitches, what the fuck you got? But metal? It, it, yeah, the it looked metal. It, I went it, back it, to it the white gold. It, it, yeah, it looked like you were in your refrigerator. I wasted or something. mad money on that shit. Right, bitches, like this shit is whack. I'm it's like, whack. They thought it was fake. I was like, damn. Right, because pla- it don't look platinum. Look like this right here. Yeah, but like, the thing about it is, it's still platinum. <laughs> Fact of the matter is, a lot of rappers ain't wearing platinum, so I don't disrespect platinum. I I still got some more platinum. Plex to get. Hey, we got some platinum plaques in my label though. <laughs> but my my whole thing about the it is right here. Rose gold was not people would not understand it. They never been seen before. They were scared of it. They thought it was a penny. They're like, what is that? Like some shiny penny oh, shit, shit you wearing? Like that's bronze. Like people thought I was wearing like a bronze medal. Like they'd be like, bro, how you get how you get bronze jewelry? I ain't <laughs> Man, this rose gold. It's called Ever Rose Gold. Go get a jury book. Like, open it up. Read about it. Like, that's that prince. Uh, and that, then, that's that fucking Queen uh, fucking uh, Victoria shit. That's yeah. the shit from the UK. They used right. to have mad gold. Right. Like, rose, rose gold. They love like, rose gold. Ro- royalty was like straight up with the rose gold. You right. Know what I'm saying? Right. Speaking of dreads, uh, it's no fucking shocking. Uh, it's no shock that the way I figured you guys out it was from Waka Flocka. Right. So he used to do all your fucking like antics. He used to do yeah. the pimp thing, all the ooeys, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. And he used to play uh, too legit to quit it in the car. Like yeah, I, yeah. I was like, who are these niggas? And we finally met in Houston when we had a show. Y'all came out. Right. So now it makes a lot of sense that everything came into fruition. But he did every fucking like yeah, cadence. He he yeah. did like he did all y'all shit. The whole crew was in the car. I was like, who are these niggas? And then I didn't understand the language because it took me a while. But yeah, after he, after he played it so much, yeah. But he would do the whole like he would yeah. do everything like what the you way I move. Yes, I mean you know what I'm saying. That's what I say. Like, but it's not it's not shocking that Waka Flocka is like a fan. Because he fired, he live wire too. He live wire too, and he he a real one. So he know when somebody have all that energy or they got all that fire up in them. He know. Where it come from, he 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 able to sense, you know what I'm saying. When but, somebody but, but he'll, let, he'll let you know, like if you don't get up on this shit, don't be late because you yeah, gonna you be late. dick riding. You yeah, gonna be dick sure. riding. Right, so get on it early. Get on it now so right. you don't look like a dick rider. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I I for sure can say that. I ain't gonna lie though, but like the thing about that is too, with Walker, like he really liked my music and loved my music for sure. But one of the first times I met Walker was like maybe a. Maybe two, I ain't going to say two years, but it was like a whole year and a half before I blew up, like before I was any type of relevant, like even all, like I was fresh out the penitentiary, right? 
boom, I'm in the mall, I'm shopping though. I'm I'm random I'm, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the mall, I'm shopping. Like, I'm I'm at the galleria. Like, you know, we got the Houston galleria. Everybody that come to mm. just like I don't know, like whatever y'all shopping district mm. is, that everybody look like Houston Rose Gallery Field or some shit. Yeah, like that, Houston yeah. Gallery is like legendary. There's like a Melrose or something like okay. that in California. Like Houston Gallery of Love, whatever. So boom, I'm in the Gallery. I'm in. The, I'm. I'm. I'm like 22. I'm 22. It's like 2012 or 13. <laughs> so I ain't blow up to like 13, like 14. So this is like 2012. But maybe I ain't blow up to like 14, I mean 13. Was, my, was it 14? Maybe, I don't know. 14, yeah, it was 14. About so this 14. is like 12. Yeah, this is like yeah. 2012. I just got like maybe beginning of 13, whatever. But I'm in the mall. I'm spending like $15,000 in the store. On, what? And, yeah, in the store called Pure. It's a store called Pure. Like they were just making this, like this MCM. Like MCM was just starting to come back. They was having like backpacks, belts. And they had like Versace boxes, belts. Ooh, that's like K-Slay shit right I was there. A, I was up in there buying. I had, Ooh. he was tripping because I was buying like 14 Versace boxes. So when he came in, it was like a- He t- saw the stack. Yeah, it was like a stack of Versace boxes like this tall. And then I, I was up in there with with like a girl or whatever, like a real fine, fine girl. Like she was super fine. and But the girl I was with, she was fine and she was mixed. But he was tripping because the girl that worked at the store that was selling me clothes, I'm pulling her number and the girl I'm with is like <laughs> flirting with her. So like he just getting a big, he just getting the biggest kick out of it. Like he like, I'm like yeah, but try on the jacket or whatever. And then she trying on the jacket or whatever. You she, over here see ya? Yeah, like I'm see ya. <laughs> while he trying over the, while she trying on the jacket, the other girl like. You think I look good in the jacket? You should come on a date with me with the jacket. We should go out to, like, what you doing when you get off work type stuff? So while we doing all that. She over here trying shit. You doing all that shit on the Yeah, other. and Flocka <laughs> just looking at it. I'm looking at Flocka like, yeah, nigga, what? <laughs> yeah, nigga. Because, you know, like that's that's like bragging rights of us men. Like, that's better than money at times. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you see me? <laughs> Yeah, you like yo, what's up, bro? I'm like, what's popping, blood? I'm South Walker, bro. I'm South, bro. I, I ain't say South Walker, like, I'm South. I was just calling myself South at that time. Like, oh I'm, wow. Yeah, I'm I'm South. I'm like, yeah, I'm South, bro. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, well, he was, I'm bloody. You know what I'm saying? He blood. We same set. I mean, like we same gang or whatever. Same set. We up. We both Pyrus, but different. I'm like, what's up, Pyrus? We chopping the shit. Ooh. So he like, oh man, that's what's up, bro. You wild, bro. You crazy, bro. Like. I, I, I rock with you though, bro. Like you, you on some most, you different. I'm like, yeah. It's all making sense to me now. Right? He like Holy you remind shit. me of uh, R.I.P. O.G. Double D. He was mm. like, I remind him of Double D a little bit or whatever. He was like saying, uh, we were just talking, and he was like, yeah, well, I want you to end up rapping with my with my little bro Southside, whatever. whatever. Southside was with him, mm. and uh, he introduced me to Southside, whatever, whatever, whatever. That's I got crazy. To... Back then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy Way shit. back then, right in the wow. Galleria, long that's, time ago. That's gangster right there. Yeah, so after that, it was like when I blew up, when I blew up, and he seen me on Instagram, he was like real proud. He was like, "Bro, I'm proud of you, blood." Like, nah, bro, he I mad excited, you. yo. Yeah, he was like, "I knew you was different." This, this, I, I never forget that. He like, "Bro, I knew you was different." Like, and then when I seen him again, 
in Atlanta. And then, you know, from that point on, it's it over. Like, it was over with. Every time he Brotherly came, Brotherly love. Yeah, he brought me out all that. I love Waka Flocka. What? Shout out Waka Flocka. Briggs Court! <laughs> God damn. My final question is uh, Triple X and all the young cats. Uh, yeah, my brother. Like searching you out to do yeah, records. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, I mean, we talked about the young kids that copied. Yeah, we fuck them, but yeah, you, yeah. but you have some cool some motherfuckers them, yeah, that respect right your I'm shit. I'm a hero and, and I love them all. Yeah. So how how how, how did the Triple X uh, I mean, relationship you know, was cool or? Yeah, you know, R.I.P. Triple X X X X X is Tashion. Yes, That's my little brother right there. You know, um, a lot of the you know young wave artists is new. You got like once again. Like we were saying earlier, you know, the new generation is all about instant gratification and getting what you want when you want it because mm. of the, you know, the phone thing. So like, rappers just blowing up now are getting younger and younger and younger. Like, you know what I'm saying? We getting closer to the era of where the, the hottest, biggest rapper is going to be 15 years old or something like that. I know, Jesus. But in the adult world though, mm. in the adult setting, but whatever. With that being said, if you subtract five years or four years off of some of these the hottest rappers in the game age right now they're 14. you got Lil pump for an 18 19 years old yeah uh uh little yachty's probably like 21. they don't even know who rock him is you probably, know, right so you gotta think about Wu-Tang. it Wu-Tang. right but that's why that's why y'all be it sounds disrespectful but right they fucking don't kids it's a whole different decade but. and some difference just like the little um What's the little bro name with the teardrops in his eyes? He like my music a lot too, Lil Xan. Oh yeah. Like a lot of these rappers, I'm like they, I'm Gucci man. I'm the Gucci man to them in their era. Oh wow. I'm the rapper that was crazy and went against the grain mm. and made a whole bunch of money even though people didn't think I was supposed to make all this money. Mm. And I kept buying jewelry and I never fell off and went through stuff that people thought my career with Sunset would be over with by now but I'm still one of the most relevant rappers in the rap game always. And it always starts from a DM. Like, they'll DM you. Yeah, and, and they all DM. All of them. Chippy start, Red, look. All of them is from there, right? Chippy Red from the DM. Uh, X Chief Keith. Chief Keith. Uh, um, 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 uh, Tyler, uh, Tyler the Creator, even though he not young like them, but like, yeah. he like on that side of the fence, like that way. Ugly God. Uh, so randomly, they just like hit all you. of these young artists, bro. All these young artists hit me up in the DM, and be like, bro, famous Dex. You know, famous Dex got interviews saying like, I'm his favorite rapper, and he developed his style from me and watching me. He's a wild artist. Too. You know what I'm saying? He's so, all over the place. Yeah, he got like multiple interviews that like, you could go straight to the internet. Famous Dex But it's funny how we're all you know interconnected because I interview all the young niggas, and then they all have like side stories of how they fucking integrate from like. Legendary rappers like you and everyone out there. Right. Walker, too. Walker used to FaceTime. I'm, I'm assuming he used to FaceTime with Triple X. And yeah. they will ask y'all niggas how y'all survived, how y'all yeah, went yeah, through yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really, to be honest, maybe it's, that's, that's really the reason how, why you, they yeah. don't give a fuck. Because yeah. if you don't give a fuck and you successful, then right. they're not going to give a nah, fuck. Nah, I ain't going to lie. Like with X, that's really like how me and him connected. When X sent me a DM, it was because he had that situation that went on. On the stage where he got punched or whatever, he got snuck with them. Mm. They did that little weak ass shit to him. And at the time, and like even now, like this is what I say, this is my little brother, I love him to death. His mama, I'm close with his mom, all that. But at the time, I was like, bro, 
Like, I like you, bro. Like, I'm a fan of your shit. Like, I go and argue about you in, in barbershops or in mm. places. Like, when people try to say XXX was weak or he weird, I'll be the person like, nah, he just like in the video games and Naruto, like mm. different stuff. that I, I was the person in the hood who got to go around all the most gangsters that only watch Friday and New Jack City and only do shoot dice and sell dope, but I play Pokemon and video games and bet nobody say nothing about it, I'ma beat y'all up. <laughs> y'all supposed to be stiffer than me, I'ma yeah, beat y'all up. Like, exactly I'll come in the trap house, turn off all the gangster movies and watch Cartoon Network and nobody gonna say nothing because they don't wanna <laughs> go through, like, no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a really, I'm a, I'm a dog. Yeah. But with that being said, I understand these type of artists, so, I don't see that as weak, but if you let somebody put their hands on you and you got a, vo a voice of, of aggression and a voice of, yo, I ain't, you rappers is this and that. Cause you know, when X first came out, he was loud. Like he was- He was wild. He was wild. Like, he was reckless. He was reckless. He was on rappers. He had a lot to say, you know what I'm saying? He was he was rapping about other artists and stuff. So I, I, I looked at him as tough. And, and even the, to not to take nothing to discredit him, he was a little tough motherfucker. But at the same time, he got caught slipping and he got snuck from the side, mm. vulnerable. And my whole thing to him was on the internet, like, bro, this man X talk all this shit and he didn't let somebody hit him from the side. But my thing, I wasn't more or less disrespecting him. I'm saying like, bro, who is the people around you? Like, yeah. how you got all these? Because at the time, I'm following them. I'm seeing all these friends. He got different little rappers, different little security guards, different little dudes from my Florida, whatever. So I would just be like, bro, like, why y'all not protecting him? Like, why you paying them? Why you spending your money on having these entourage of people and they're not protecting you or, 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 or jumping out the right thing and there on your time of need? Even if they would have just came in through one punch, I would have had way more understanding. Even if it's just one punch, even if you get beat up, whatever, just mm. come and do something or at least try to make the attempt. So I'm saying, like, y'all let X, I'm saying, like, different I'm like making little jokes about him in the situation like y'all let this happen to X, y'all let X get this happen to him. So when I was saying that, X actually jumped on my live and started watching me, yeah. And at this time, I had 500,000 followers and he had 1.6 million at that time. Oh wow. So this is like something that you wouldn't even think or fathom. Little bro follow me and watch my videos, I watch my story all the time. So he sent me a DM like right from that. And he like, damn, bro, that's fucked up, bro. Like I really looked up to you. And that was it. And I was like, damn. And I'm like, I ain't and I sent I kept it all the way real with him. I can show you the DM right now. It's still Yo, on my that's, phone. That's crazy. I was yeah. like, bro, you know, look, bro. <laughs> you 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 are a big star right now. You making a lot of noise, a lot of headway, bro. You got a lot of people looking up to you and listening to what you say, and you put out an energy and an aura to a lot of rappers that you not a little, you not one of them little dudes or little young kids to play with. You gonna stand up for yourself, and you gonna you gonna speak up for yourself in whatever your situation is, and you intelligent at the same time. Mm -hmm. So listen, little bro, being somebody, being somebody of that same ideal is you. Understand, you got three if not four more times of the pressure and the responsibility upon yourself to protect yourself and protect your brand and protect 
the the idea and and the 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 image and the perception that you're giving off to the world of who you are, be, and understand that other rappers and other people around is always trying to tarnish that or or or, or test that, contest that, and, and and make you look something lesser than what you are. And if the people around you don't understand the seriousness and the get severity, the get, them a, get them away from you, bro. See ya. If you really look up to me and you really fuck with me like you say yeah. you do, the bro, then listen to that part of my music. Listen to the part about being a boss man, having people protecting you and watching your back and, and, and brotherly love and not just having the people around just to enjoy the reaps of the benefits yeah. of it. They fucking your hoes. They chilling. Right. They- they traveling that, with you, right. but when it comes down to the real shit, right. niggas is like, see It's ya. already bad enough. I don't ask y'all to pay for no pay for nothing. <laughs> so, so with that being said, he he understood that and he felt me on that, and he changed he changed this little like he changed this protocol up how he was moving a little bit, and me and him got a lot closer. We started meeting up and playing the video game together and talking about anime and just where we got our musical uh. Influence and like you know what I'm saying he and like what inspires us to do music and why we do it and like he really let me know like I was one of the I'm really not only was I one of his favorite rappers like I was one of the rappers that he felt like he used to always tell me this crazy ass shit I didn't I damn it didn't even know what this shit meant like when he first talked to me I was like bro that shit sound weird bro like what that mean are you tri-? he like yeah bro like you was my you my spirit animal bro I was like what <laughs> what the fuck like what that mean but I but like. Over time, I grew to learn what that mean like to people. That mean like somebody else who does everything that you think and that's on your mind that you want to do and that you want to say, but they do it before you get to do it, and you still feel happy and accomplished that they did it because you just wanted it to get done, even if you didn't do it. So I feel like I'm living through you. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So he told me that, and I was like, damn, that's dope. Like, all, all right, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, when I was in school, I used to always be like, yeah, I'm going to get on – I'm gonna get on this rapper the same way you got on this rapper. Or if somebody ever steal my style like they stole Sauce Walker style, I'm gonna let the world know, man. He stole my flow, like, and that's what he did. R.I.P. Triple X, man. Yeah, the this was this was a ghetto gospel goddamn interview, man. Like <laughs> you, yo, you really gave me the rundown of like mad shit that I've been trying to like fucking decode for like years. You woke me up in the shit. You gave me like politics. You gave me like. Everything we gotta come back and do like a fucking horrorism interview just yeah. about hoes. I wanna know uh, that world, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe you can that teach shit. me about that shit. But yeah, uh, I'm gonna teach you how to drip, man. When is part two coming out? Ghetto Gospel Part Two. Uh, that, that's funny that you asked that because it's actually um, the next album that I'm finna release right now. Uh, I was gonna do the Saw Twin album because like that's what the world really, really want as well, but. So that's gonna come out first, and then the Sauce Twins. Or? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm. I think I'm gonna do um, Ghetto Gospel first, and the Sauce Twins. Hopefully, though, I can do the Sauce Twin take first, and then do Ghetto Gospel two afterwards. Because you know, I just feel like the the whole world, the world as a whole, is appreciating teams more right now. Okay, like how you said earlier, Migos and all them yeah, guys. Yeah, Migos the, from the uh, the Ray Shrimmers. The um when certain artists collaborate together, they make mm-hmm. duet projects, Drake Futures, you know, like all that. You know, it's a lot mm-hmm. of it's a lot of teamwork, uh, and companionship going on with the music industry and the fans are like liking it. And the thing about that, like how you said, 
I don't ever feel like we came in the game at the wrong time, but I do. I, I do feel like we were ahead of our time. Yeah, like yeah. If I, definitely. If are. I would, if I would have came out back then, right now, how we was back then, like it would have been un, 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 completely unbelievable and understandable. But at the same tone, token, I have to understand. We are the reason in a heavy percent. Not saying we solely the reason. Everybody put their influence in 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 uh dent into this new generation of creativity for those who actually created new things and brought new things too. We do, it are other ushers of creativity. Mm. But the way that the Sauce Twins did it and what we did, you haven't seen nothing like this since Master P and No Limit since. Cash Money and Jay, uh, 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 Birdman since Rap A Lot and Jay Prince. You haven't seen no self-sufficient, independent, million-dollar company, million-dollar record label of artists from from the South fully functioning without the real support or the real help of the powers that be from record label standpoint. We do business with companies or business or whatever, but we really... Are we are we getting our main checks from YouTube, not I from need, I need y'all niggas to hire my ass, man. Shit. Yeah, we do. <laughs> see some, ya. We do some big dripping over here. You see my boy Trill, man. Yeah, Trill, 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 a little more Trillers since he been I, a spiller, huh? I've never seen Trill with a fun haircut. Man. Hey, yeah, for real. I've never seen him with no haircut. Never seen him with ice in his mouth. I don't. I never saw you look noble. Like, hey, hey. Honestly, like this is hey. weird, yo. Trill a weird ass motherfucker. Trill man. with the spill, man. I'm trying to tell you. Y'all gonna see that TSL. Around this nigga in a minute. See ya. I'm trying to tell you, this real dripping going on over here. Well, on that note, let's get into the whole fucking album. Uh, I'm gonna let everybody just hear your every joint back to back, and yeah, we're gonna yeah, we we're gonna ride into the sunset. Yeah, and, man, and the old school. This, this real good old gospel. We trying to bring real lyricism back, real meaning, substance behind music, but at the same time, it's still fun, it's still entertaining, it's still gangster. Yo, and, and my last question was: Old schools from Texas or Cali? What original, original old school. What the car? Yeah. Uh, I gotta say we share that. I'm, 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 I'm split it up like this. Your dad, what, what, what car your dad had back in the day? I'm gonna tell you what, what's the old school California car that they own, and then it's the old school Texas car we own. Oh, okay. Okay, they old school car <laughs> is the the Impala, the six four Impala. What? That's the the cop car. That's the cop car. Back in the days in New York. Well. Uh, well, in, in, in California, that's the car that they put on switches, and they put the candy paint on it, and they oh, drop wow. the top, and they. And they <laughs> that's if you look at all the old gangster movies, Boys in the Hood, Don't Be a Menace to Society, all that whatever. Classic. All the classic California movies, you're gonna see six four and Paula's in there. Wow. All the old Ice Cube movies, the six fours and Paula's in there. That's that's the old California car. That's the old school with the with the with the Dayton's on it or whatever. The chrome spokes with the with the gold. So Texas, Texas, ours is the drop L dog. <laughs> the them fuck? Cadillacs, man. Them Ooh. old school, old school four door Cadillac Brits. Uh 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 uh. What? Uh what what's the other uh, Cadillac they uh. You got the L dog. What's the other one, Daddy? Fleetwood. The Fleetwood. Fleetwood Lake. What? Fleetwood Lake DT. Yeah, man. You mad bitches with that back in the day? What? First of all, Cadillac is the what? American Benz. First of all, <laughs> you, if you want to, what do the what does the president of America drive in? Does he drive in a Mercedes? Does he yeah. drive in a, 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 a does he drive in a, a Lamborghini or does he drive in a Cadillac? 
Oh shit! I never thought about that. Uh huh. What do? Okay, let's talk about some of these millionaires around New York. We talking about the people that own these buildings, not the little motherfucker, kind of rich motherfuckers with two million dollars that just rent a condo <laughs> in the Manhattan area. We talking about the people who own these buildings and own these bankers and all that. What they hopping out of? They riding in Cadillac trucks, Escalades, black on black, or they got drivers Cadillac, black on black. Let's talk about the people that got diplomatic immunity oh, yeah. around here. I never from saw them in no exotic. Yeah, you, yeah, all these different princes. And, and princes and queens and <laughs> from Scotland and Romania and all that when they ride in these cars and then you see that diplomatic community on that license plate it's a Cadillac <laughs> so if we gonna talk about luxury and feeling fine wine and dine in a car we ain't gonna never we that's ain't gonna disrespect that's the American Benz that's right the there. American Benz <laughs> when you come from overseas yeah, you wanna yeah. ride in American luxury they gonna get a Cadillac sauce just taught me too much today oh man. I ain't no dummy I play dumb on the internet for money <laughs> Ghetto we play dumb for man. money. This is the we ghetto gospel, gospel right here. Ghetto gospel. Amen, man. For sure. Preach. We. We. We yeah, man. 84 swingers. That's what we do, man. We we poke out. We got elbows. See ya. Yeah, see ya. Don't get next to them elbows either, because they, they they might knock you off the road, man. <laughs> I'm going to bring the swingers back this year. I'm going to be the first person to put swingers on the Rolls Royce. Let's do it, man. We out. Oi! Ooh, episode 18. Thanks for tuning in to Ignite Podcast. Follow me at DJ Who Kid on all my fucking platforms Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and of course, subscribe to the Ignite Podcast. I'm so happy uh, Sauce taught me a lot today. I had to learn about fucking uh, New York hip hop from a Houston artist. This is crazy. This is episode 18, and then uh, be on the lookout for 19 coming soon. Because, uh,. I'm probably going to go on tour. But other than that, check next Monday for 19, man. I'll tell you who's going to be on there. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram so you can get updates. But other than that, the best way is to subscribe. You know what I'm saying? Subscribe to my YouTube channel, too, because a lot of these videos will be on there. So go to DJ Who Kid YouTube and enjoy. A lot of interviews on there. So let's keep it moving, man. Ignite Podcast.